G'day guys, welcome to another weekly developer update. Joining once again, we have Joe Armedio. How are you, mate? Uh, doing well, doing well. I'm looking forward to uh, diving into everything that's happening uh, this week. Yeah, it's plenty going on once again, as always, and a pretty varied sort of thing across the board as well. So we've got NFT projects into education, uh, the node side. Um, yeah, it's pretty broad, which is good to see. Uh, just on that education side as well, see uh, the Deco team have uh, been talking on Twitter in regard to um, setting up some semesters. Yeah, so those of you that are new uh, to Ergo and interested in learning, they actually do a really good job of trying to break things down for uh, kind of the layman level uh, entry participant and kind of go over what is Ergo, how does it work, you know, what is UTXO, what is a box, what are registers, really break down basic concepts to where, um, you know, if you want to, uh, you know, let's say in, in put your money into one of these systems, it's a good idea to know how they work. And for those of you out there that are, uh, you know, more development oriented, you know, there's a lot of tools coming out of the community. Um, I know that Dapstep is one. I know Nemo has been working on one. Uh, Deco's, you know, kind of gone through a couple of courses. So they've uh, kind of refined and improved, uh, you know, how they're offering information. So there's a lot coming out on the education side. And to me, that's exciting because it's uh, all about the barrier of entry. I talk about that a lot, Yeah. Uh, both in terms of like the proof of work side or uh, the development side, how complicated is it to participate? Um, I think if we can make that process uh, simpler, more user-friendly, uh, it, it just opens you know, the network up to a larger audience. Yeah, by all means. I think the, the layman course is um, fantastic for anyone entering the space because for the most part, people will be coming from an EVM, uh, EVM chain where it's the mm -hmm. account-based model. Um, you did mention that it sort of breaks down the uh, the concepts of EUTXO with registers and everything along those lines as well. So it just gives a broad overview of um, sort of the technology that Ergo runs on in, in the accounting side. And then uh, if you want to sort of dive even deeper then that they do offer the development course as well. Sure. Even something as simple as like reading Explorer transactions. Yeah. You know, if you're not familiar with extended or with UTXO in general, um, you know, it may be difficult to, you know, click a confirmation on a transaction and see what is happening, right? It's good to break those things down. Yeah, it's a little foreign to, to many, I believe. Uh, just having the inputs and the outputs, it looks a little sort of uh, intimidating in some respect. Um, but once you sort of get that concept in your mind, whereas I just sort of picture everything as a cash transaction, um, you hand over a note and you get change in return. Um, that's just in the simplest form, I guess you could sort of describe the UTXO model. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great analogy to start with. Yep. So uh, the weekly developer update, let's jump in. So kicking things off, we have Ilya with DAPstep that we we're just discussing. Uh, so they have the third part of the DAP developer course for the JavaScript developers uh, that's been released. So if you want to jump on there, um, the it's EUTXO Essential and Explorer APIs, I believe. So I haven't watched that one yet, but I'll have to jump in there and, and see what that's all about. Yeah, that's great content. I'm pretty happy to see the Hitchhiker's Guide to Ergo. Um, you know, great I have any more so. 
Yeah, you know, having it on YouTube, having it accessible, uh, you know, anybody that's curious, uh, it's definitely a nice starting place. Yep, by all means. So moving on, we have Ergoport. All right, so QX is back again. Nice to see a new dev in the community participating. Yep. Uh, looks like he's been working on portfolio and bots. Uh, he added audit token tracking and price checking from MinSwap pool for both portfolio and bots. Uh, he's working on testing, uh, basically adding an ability to check your own mining hash rate and your payout from Gitblock and Nanopool and Telegram. Uh, that's going to be done via bots, it looks like. That's a pretty nice uh, tool. That way you can get notified in your social channel, um, you know your own hash rate, your payout. And I guess you could even cha-ching it and know when uh, it hits your wallet after <laughs> you cash out. Yeah, that's thanks the, for coming. Yeah, that's pretty nice. It uh, looks like um, he's also put together a, uh, what is that, a Telegram channel? Uh, it looks like it. So you can check the commands for um, the EP help on Tele and then the EP help on Discord. So. Uh, you can check the prices and then anywhere else the bot's used. Very nice. So yeah, it looks so. like uh, just something for added simplicity. Yeah, and that looks to uh, looks like they're planning to add more uh, mining pools in the future as well. Good to see. So moving on, we have Mr. Starfelder. So he's just mainly been working on Mosaic this week and released the first version of uh, the Mosaic Web Executor. Uh, then, uh, as you can see there, he's, you can uh, see it in action with the HUSD example on TokenJ and then just related to the Mosaic tutorial part five, uh, the web support is done. Then moving on to the wallet app, implemented uh, collecting available open nodes in the background so users can switch to one another in case of uh, downtime or failures of a, a connected node. Uh, updated the Portuguese translation and begun migrating the Android UI code to Compose framework uh, so that the desktop and Android platforms can share the same look and feel. It's good to see. Yeah, that'll, that'll be nice having that uh, unified user experience. Yeah. It uh, looks like Louis Vatra is uh, back behind the keyboard. Um, looks like he's working on proof of concept for plasma staking. Uh, so I think basically he's going to be on testnet, uh, testing out the proof size performance, um, figure out you know how things operated. And once he's got that uh, working and performing as he hopes, uh, he's going to work on hardening the contract itself. And that's actually pretty big. A uh, pretty big tool that uh, I think we'll see a lot of use in the future, to be honest, if uh, he comes out with that. Yeah, most definitely. And the cool thing about the Plasma side as well is uh, you have that cross-collaboration and the open source things with the um, next update here from Cheese Enthusiast as well. So he's actually built that for uh, for the GetBlock guys and uh, the Padilla people have uh, implemented for the staking contracts and bits and pieces on Ergopad as well. I think that's awesome. So moving on, we have 
the GetBlock IO update from cheese enthusiasts. So just on sub pooling, they're still working on pool contracts and the off-chain code for the next phase of the Netter pool. And plasma-based pools now calculate unconfirmed balances every 10 minutes. So the, on the plasma library, just adding more documentations and tests and created the following document, which gives a basic overview of AVL trees in ErgoScript. And uh, they've in discussions about L2s as well. So earlier this week, he wrote a article uh, for the general idea behind fully decentralizing mining pools on Ergo. Uh, just described some basic concepts needed to fully decentralize a pool. And it includes on-chain share handling along with collateralization of mining rewards. And then just near the end of the article, uh, he describes how fully decentralized mining pools will play a critical role in the new LT protocol that they're proposing and uh, have some more information along with a white paper in the near future. They're definitely awesome. not sitting back on their laurels, are they? No, they aren't. That's worth hitting the cheese button right there. <laughs> so moving on, we have Scala Hub. It looks like uh, Scala Hub has been busy with Dexy USD contracts this week. Uh, looks like the tracking contract is almost complete. Uh, that allows them to track when the ratio of the Oracle pool rate to the liquidity pool rate uh, crosses a certain value that can be uh, preset. Um, looks like the work in progress is extract to the future and burn contracts to try to balance out Dexy USD when it's uh, out of sync for a long enough period of time. And moving on, we have Green Hat and his team. So starting with Tim L, he's just finished a CI job to build and publish uh, the Oracle app builds, and then also working on making the Oracle code break code-based network agnostic uh, for the mainnet and the testnet. And Jusek is working on an update pull box command and also removed node address uh, conversion calls and implemented them locally. And then Green Hat himself has released Ergo library v0.19.0. Then uh, also set up some nodes for the lading testnet for Oracle testing fixed Oracle app building on GitHub release on older Linux distros and refactored minor fee box contract. Uh, moving on, he's run a bootstrap on the testnet and found a few issues with custom parameters, so min data points, uh, Oracle count, et cetera, and just fixing those up now. And just besides that, he's taking care of the JavaScript to Ergo data type conversion for ERP24 and ERP34. Another substantial update. <laughs> I keep saying that, but the guys keep churning out the code. And now on to Nemo. All right. So uh, the Nautilus wallet is uh, has version uh, zero point five point one under development. That's going to have some uh, development mode and testnet improvements. That's released and it's under review at the moment. Um, looks like Nemo has put together what I'm going to call the fleet toolkit, um, fluent ergo toolkit, but I think fleet and captain Nemo sounds pretty good, uh, together building out the multiple new builds on the ecosystem. Uh, looks like he spent this week searching and building a pure JavaScript ergo toolkit. Uh, the main goal there is to 
build an easy to use and highly tweakable library for transaction building and serialization and replace outdated and um, unmaintained libraries like Ergo TS. Uh, he says the main dis uh, characteristics are easy and fluent transactions, uh, building the API documented, uh, built-in Babel fee support, 100% code coverage, pure JavaScript, highly customizable. Um, that way developers can hop on, um, play with the fleet and kind of build out a, uh, you know, basically army of new dApps on top of Ergo. Nice to see. Yeah, it ties into our little intro as well in regards to developer tooling. And uh, yeah, this ties right in there with with fleet, as you say, we might have to figure out an E to sit in there, uh, to put in there. Yeah, maybe we'll just have to make everything else lowercase, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fluent Ergo Experience Toolkit. Yeah. There you go. That was the first try off the top of your head. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. So moving on, we have Haley PDLL uh, just preparing a minor update for Safe Wallet, S A F E W Wallet, uh, just to fix a few bugs. And that should come soon. Gets thrown a lot around in the ecosystem, that soon word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, still working on uh, their game called Blobstopia. I don't think there was a name for that one in the update last week. Uh, the smart contracts are done and running. Only bug fixes and a minor improvement should be required. And the UI is progressing. So just, a, uh, just missing a few screens. And there's also a big refactoring development to be done on the wallet management. So just facing an issue with the Explorer at ergoplatform.com or .org, I'm assuming, uh, used by the Nautilus and Safe Wallets to build uh, uh, the context and sign transactions. And just gives an example there of uh, that issue that they're facing. So if you want to read that one, by all means, jump in there. So just hope it's we approved it also. And moving on, we have MHSM on Rosen. Sure. So the uh, bridge uh, has been tested part by part. The Ergo watchers, the Cardano watchers, the scanner service, the payment service, the guard service, the PUP <laughs> network, the multi-sig and the threshold signature, et cetera. Um, he's been, and team have been going through finding bugs and uh, stomping them out. Nice A lot of moving see. parts there. Yeah, that's, that's complicated uh, build bridges. Um, looks like now it's time to deploy the whole bridge and do a final uh, integration test. This weekend, they're going to deploy it on the local Ergo mainnet and the Cardano testnet, start playing around with uh, bridging tokens from testnet to testnet before they launch it mainnet to mainnet. Um, so it uh, looks like you can say that development has largely ended and they're in the final test stage. Uh, sure, there will be some bugs to be fixed and some changes to be made, but that's what testnet is for and having it you know, tested in, you know, kind of one service rather than individual components is, is definitely a big step forward. It uh, looks like they're going to update the GitHub repo in a few days. Meanwhile, there are a few considerations that can affect tokenomics. For example, should we use the highest possible number of guards? You know, as an example, uh, 100 or 200 guards, or should we use less guards 
however big of a number and say 15, for example, with more skin in the game, meaning uh, they have to put up more collateral. And so if a guard fails in their duty, um, you know, they could get heavily punished, let's say, yeah. for having more skin in the game. That's actually a really good question because, you know, it kind of breaks down to um, the possibility of a external uh, or an internal attack. And yeah. you kind of have to think about it both ways. Looks like they're testing the possible combinations to find out the technical limitations, the max guard set and the impact on security and performance. So I think that uh, right now the maximum that uh, is allowed in terms of the protocol itself is 255, but depending on the multi-sig scheme that they use, there could be some space uh, issues that they run into. And yep. so I guess they have to figure out what is the, you know, beyond what's enforced by the protocol, what is practical in terms of block size and performance. So that'll be an interesting test to see. I don't think it's actually been done um, on Ergo with uh, the current uh, changes that have occurred. Um, yep. And based on the experiments, uh, they'll get some numbers and then, you know, we can break down to economic incentives and other aspects of the configuration. So it's great to see that coming together. Yeah, it's a fine line, isn't it? Just sort of balancing out the uh, the pros and cons of max number of uh, guard sets and everything else along those lines as well. Just find that yeah, sort of equilibrium. There's always trade-offs, you know, that's, you know, it's one of those things like if you have unknown participants and say he did spin up 200, you have to ask the question how many, you know, bad actors could potentially be inherited there versus if you have a smaller number with a bigger stake, uh, you know, I think you're less likely to catch a bad actor off the bat, but then with a smaller number, you know, potentially um, collecting keys is easier. And then you also have, I guess the potential of like the internal attack becomes easier as well. So a lot, a lot to think about, you know, I wish there was like black and white here, but uh, you know, you get down into trade-offs and what are the incentives and what makes sense. And um, that'll come together. I think seeing just the maximum uh, threshold signature on Ergo that uh, can be mined and what the performances of that is quite fascinating. So just yeah. that as a test, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and we've uh, all seen what's happened uh, with bridges when they do go wrong. So it's just a matter of yeah, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, and thinking about all these sort of different attack vectors along the line as well. Yeah. So moving on, we have Alex. Yeah, so he's released uh, 4.0.37 and 4.0.38. Uh, 0.38 is identical to 3.7, but uh, has auto voting for the 5.0 soft fork. Uh, so 0.37 allows to vote for the 5.0 soft fork and it consumes less space in a UTXO uh, and reportedly bootstrapping significantly faster. So 26 hours versus 46 hours previously on a Raspberry Pi. That's very significant. Um, made testing PR for the 5.0 interpreter as always on. So uh, 5.0 always branch and then just running it on his machine. And then just continuing work on bootstrapping the UTA, UTXO set snapshot. Uh, so just some raw prototypes can be shown in a few weeks. 
and then on to other things uh, for an exchange integration uh, where it was a problem with uh, dependency conflicts for the Ergo wallet. Uh, it's made a simple zero dependency lightweight jar for utilities working with the Ergo addresses. Then also reviewed a, reviewed a refundable ICO contract made by the Comet guys, and it looks good in his opinion. Uh, reviewing the mixing contract modifications by MHS, uh, and it allows for more than two boxes to be mixed per round, and uh, as well as some other things, and just discussing fees and incentives with Scala Hub and MHS, and uh, discussing Dexy contracts with Scala Hub. It's a big update. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, where do we start? 5.0? Yeah, I would say 5.0. You know, I know that there was a lot of people that were pretty confused by the rapid fire, um, you know, 4.0.37, 4.0.38. So it's good to let people know that, you know, auto voting um, has come about. Uh, so the, I guess the voting process has now begun uh, if people are going to support that, which my assumption is everybody will because there's really not a lot of uh, let's say reason not to in yep. terms of like the miners are going to get paid more and uh scripts are going to be executed more efficiently so i think that's uh pretty much going to have consensus out of the gate yep. uh, but having the uh prototype for the utxo set snapshot you know that's getting into implementing nepo pals uh which is something that you know we've been working on for quite a while um so it's exciting to hear that the prototype will be potentially out in you know it's a few weeks to a month let's see yep um then we get into mixing which you know that's a hot topic right now but anyway i think, uh sigma join definitely has the potential to uh, make mixing a lot more usable and lower the barrier of entry, which, uh, you know, currently uh, zero join uh, works well, but, you know, it's it's more complicated than the general user would probably like. So having that, uh, you know, let's say easier and plugged into infrastructure could be huge. And then Dexy in and of itself is its own uh, animal with a lot of long-term potential. <laughs> yeah like i said earlier uh, these guys are pumping out some code aren't they and working on uh, multiple things at once as well so look what alex has got there he's got the 5.0 node the snapshot so nipper powers basically implementing uh, or the potential to implement light clients and logarithmic mining and numerous other things dexy which is a stable coin sort of protocol ico contracts like he's got a lot on his plate just in that last week yeah Always busy that one. <laughs> so moving on. We have Blitz TCG with a life-sized plastic cutout of Margo. So as you can yeah. see there. Yeah, so uh, there is a uh, event in Las Vegas uh, called CNFT uh, Con. Um, Blitz is going to be there. Dan's going to be there. I'm still fixing my van and, you know, hopefully I don't get stuck <laughs> on the side of the road somewhere in Nevada, but I'm going to try to be there. <laughs> It'd be nice and warm uh, if you're stuck there. Yeah. I mean, there are worse places to be, I guess. Uh, but yeah, let's hope that goes well. That's not what I'm hoping for. 
Um, but you know, having having this type of community content uh, there is really valuable. And then I think uh, the next weekend there's actually a conference in Denver called Rare Bloom, um, which I'm native to Colorado, so that's close. But yeah. uh, the Ergo Foundation will have a booth in Vegas, and any developers uh, that are out there that want to talk about their projects, and in, in my opinion, our booth is yours. Come and you know, take the mic and step into the spotlight, talk to people. I'm, I'm always happy to try to help uh, people that are building in the ecosystem. Or if you're just a community member that happens to stop by, that'd be nice to meet and greet everybody. Yeah, by all means, jump in and say good day. Uh, so moving on, we have Cotillier and the Comet Wallet. So there's a bug in the manifesto file. It doesn't allow people to download uh, Comet, the Comet wallet from the Chrome store. Uh, also, the Chrome store rejected the version 5 of their wallet uh, because it looks like another app that exists there. wonder what that could be. No idea. <laughs> uh, so they just have some work to do, uh, to do there and just change the description of the wallet as well. Uh, then they'll just push a new update as soon as they fix that. Uh, they fixed the burn tab in their wallet. So you get some help from <laughs> Captain Nemo, help. <laughs> and then they have an update on the lot lottery. So the comet is looking for an ergo script dev to write their smart contract for the lottery side of things. And they do have that bounty available for 500 SIG USD also. Awesome. And then on the ICO update, uh, they've turned off the option for people to buy their, uh, buy their ICO. Uh, so they can uh, only refund it at this stage. So just waiting for Jose to empty the smart contract. <laughs> also, we get our refundable ICO contract reviewed by Kushti, as mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's nice of him to take his time to go through that. But, you know, the comment team, when they first came out, they said, we're going to do the refundable ICO. And I said, yeah, where is it? <laughs> you know, okay, you're going to make a refundable ICO. And you know what? They did it and they've submitted it to review and uh, it looked good. So yep. I, had, I have to say props for that. Yeah, by all means. And also, if you're a developer, there's 500 uh, SIG USD up for grabs as well. Uh, just a little update here from Yasha. So as everyone's aware, I'm sure, uh, the ErgoDex team is uh, just working on their rebranding. And I think by the time this video goes out, uh, they would have made that announcement. Yeah, they dropped some content. Uh, that's been in, happening in the background for a while. I'm really glad to see them uh, kind of drop the Ergodex brand just because, you know, the reality is longer term, I would say I'd love to see some competitors, right? And, you know, if you're like a branded Ergodex, it does kind of sound centralizing centralized. Then, so having, you know, their own independent brand that they can then develop and grow and Hopefully, take beyond the ecosystem. Great, I'm all I'm all for that. That's it. I'd like to see everyone succeed. Uh, moving on, we have an update from Tensile. Nice new dev. So I'd have to give them a nice welcome. Looks like they've designed a flowchart to illustrate the design for an options contract. Uh, they've implemented illustrated. Uh, option contract design as an ergo script contract and uh, with some testing that's been played with. Um, looks like that happened on mainnet because they were a little too lazy to set it up on test, which is, yeah, it's fine. It'll work. 
a little dangerous, but <laughs> hopefully, uh, yeah. just dive right in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, nobody tries to just ape into something under construction. Sometimes that happens in this space, and it can be painful. But you know what? If the if it's easier for them to develop that way, go for it. Uh, users need to know their <laughs> assumptions before they ape into things. Hopefully. Uh, looks like there's also some research that's being done on futures contracts. Um, and research is being done on layer two scaling solutions, state uh, payment channels. You know, actually, that is one of, I would say, it's a really good use case for mixing. Um, you'll, you'll see that on Ethereum where uh, people will kind of deploy and test uh, contracts on uh, mainnet there. And um, you know, if you're going to do that, if especially if you have a known address, you may not want to deploy something from a known address because, you know, you may have people that just kind of watch and ape and jump yeah. into something intended to be a test. So actually, that's something the mixer is used for. Um, you know, I know Tornado Cash was, you know, had some drama, but that's actually one big benefit of Tornado Cash for developers is being able to anonymously test things on mainnet. So moving on, we have Night Owl, another substantial update that we have here. So they've kind of progressed this week. The UI is almost complete and just doing some final tweaks. Uh, the backend's progressing nicely. Uh, just one thing to note, they're moving from ethash-based RNG to, to drain.love-based RNG. So that uh, they get a result in every uh, 30 seconds on that one. They've also moved to uh, moved due to the ETH uh, moving to proof of stake. Uh, so they saw some issues uh, with stability and consistency of results. And they're just finishing up some RNG and backend work for the RNG of games. And then that's need to finish the LP. So it's about 70% uh, complete. And then the team is also working really hard, as you can see. Uh, the site's looking a lot better than ever and uh, yeah, just can't wait for everyone to see it. So I've seen a little bit of a sneak peek there and uh, in the Ergo Summit, as you uh, would have seen by the time this video is out, there's a little update there also for you people. On the front end, there's a um, website, background music's complete, so it's on by default. Uh, sidebar's finished, improved coin flip and uh, UI and UX added your uh, roulette sounds for chips placing and choosing hovering spin buttons, reveals number and error. The liquidity provision FAQ and about us text has been modified. There's an about us pages that's also been finished. The FAQ page has been finished. Roulette lottery and coin flip info model uh, modified and finished. So you can learn how to play the game itself before you just sort of degen in and just start clicking buttons here and there and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, the page headers search function for the games redone and finished uh, game page has been finished so just need some in images updated for the games and the improved lottery ui on the back end side of things uh, they've stood up prometheus monitoring for their instances uh, created a back-end api call to calculate if a user's won their bet and if so how much and bootstrapped test liquidity pool for the swap contract and started refactoring the VDF code, which is uh, the random number generator for the lottery game. Very nice. I can take a breath after that. 
Yeah, it's, I'm I'm really curious to see how many people are going to use the uh, info uh, module. <laughs> Straight into it, we'll, mate. We'll see. Uh, looks like we have XL. Uh, Chris Ray is next. Um, looks like they've wrote up and tested the Redux uh, transaction proxy contracts and tested it in mainnet. Uh, they've written the first version of the Excel bot and started running against uh, mainnet. Chain transactions have been implemented in the Excel bot. Uh, tested contracts up to a lend and repayment, which has a bug. Uh, looks like they found and are fixing bugs in some contracts still. Uh, working on designing a transaction tester to figure out uh, on-chain contract failure efficiently. Uh, they've modified singleton boxes to store and lend hash in registers for hash verification. Uh, finished all the tests for all the contracts except the service box, and they're going to start working on a visualizer. Nice to see. Yeah, awesome. Good to see all that coming along also. And to see all the progression on the ground in Kenya as well. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have Prag Maxime and an update on the node. So it's just fixed a uh, couple of things in regarding the node's features uh, to publish it publicly available API. Uh, currently working on the node validators, validation errors to contain modified IDs and types. And then just also fixing an issue when an invalid transaction is not uh, removed from the mean pool. Uh, just a couple of questions there in regards to the futures of perpetual trading. So uh, options, sorry. Just traditional at the moment. And moving on, we have Ergo Sapiens. Now it looks like uh, Ergo Sapiens has finished up the front end of their website. Uh, they have a new site written in React that uses uh, ErgoScript JavaScript. Uh, or ErgoScript.js. I uh, added payment receive alerts for both Nautilus and ErgoPay, uh, working on Mint alerts on the website. Uh, they want to give a special shout out to Ilya from DapStep for the help with ErgoScript.js. And thanks to, oh man, Dan Numi. Dan Numi. <laughs> I'm close. <laughs> To help with the uh, DAP Connector React package, both of which are great community tools. Uh, Testnet site has been doing great and would appreciate some more developers to start testing it out. So everybody who wants to help, hop on there, see if you can uh, find any issue uh, on the Testnet site. Looks like the ErgoSync node, uh, they're working on a new snapshot for mainnet. That's been pretty nice to play with as well, having a rapid sync. It's good fun, isn't it? So moving on, we have a non-real and an update for the auction house. So two of the main pages are being finalized by front-end devs. So it's mass auction and uh, mass item. I'm assuming that's mass item minting. Uh, the co collection related functionalities are being implemented and tested on the back end and just thinking about how to tokenize uh, the auction house. And then on Ergo team, they have a much clearer roadmap. Uh, a lot of progress has been done in the past weeks. Uh, 
writing initial tests or say unit tests for contracts to make sure all paths execute fine without costing issues. After the tests are done, I'll send the contracts for private review. I uh, found a concerning issue in uh, Ergo script, it seems. So it's just tagged Kushti, uh, Scala, and uh, Morphic just to have a look at that one when they get time. And moving on, we have GuapSwap. All right, LGD uh, from GuapSwap. Now they did uh, release a Medium article for the first time ever. So I have to yeah. give a shout out for that. Uh, I don't see the link here, but uh, those of you that are interested in kind of diving into what GuapSwap is doing, that's a great resource. Uh, looks like they've worked on the payday protocol design for minor fund reward distribution. Uh, the NFT conceptual work has started. Uh, they're in negotiations with different uh, NFT artists. Uh, they're planning out the participation at CNFTCon. So it looks like GuapSwap is going to be in Vegas. Nice to see. Hope my van gets me there. <laughs> um, and the white paper work uh, on the incubator fund will be implemented as uh, it looks like they're still working on it. But yeah, check out their Medium article. That would be uh my ad to glass swap yeah i know you can definitely find it on their twitter there's a link there but um i'm sure it's in reddit also or one of the other sort of socials uh, someone will chuck a link up there by all means uh so moving on we have cm mongo and cyber citizens welcome to the developer update mate uh, so just on their last week, they were having an issue uh, where furniture in some of their interiors were showing front of player, and that's been fixed. Uh, there's an example link there for the uh, Gaiazu link. And cassette, cassette NFTs in uh, collaboration with Ergo Names has been uh, airdropped to four staking tiers. Uh, there's four different tracks uh, equals creator of tracks. I saw the cassettes up there actually on Twitter, and um, I think that's a bit of a blast from the past. Not many people would uh, recognize the cassette. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, they're just currently working on adding a new UI for character NFT selection, uh, creating new methods for customizing apartments also, a bit more open for owners' apartments uh, than their previously method, their previous method, as you can see on their real estate page in the video. And uh, this new method requires marking all assets that will be used in apartments and splitting them, adding collisions, uh, data, etc., and just adding uh, categories and unique IDs. And there'll be more updates on apartments in six to uh, 16 days. And then just have a UI for the, uh, the concept of the furniture menu that they'll be using. That adds a little bit of use and utility to uh, NFTs. Pretty cool. And I think that's it. Yeah, just uh, looking at the distributed randomness beacon and then looks like a uh, comment at the end. Uh, they are talking about the um, potential lottery. So, yeah, there's still a uh, still a bounty out for that. But uh, looks like they have an idea of what the payouts are going to be and at least what they want to design. Uh, I hope somebody hops in and helps them get there. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier, uh, there is a 500 SIG USD bounty. So uh, by all means, jump on and help the guys out.
Another significant update, mate. Um, it felt like we've been talking for a while on that one. With, uh, some pretty significant updates. A lot of good stuff in the community. And, you know, the reality is there were a lot of projects that, uh, you know, probably are still working on stuff didn't show up this week. So, you know, when I was doing these solo uh, way back when, I, I noticed that at some point it went from, you know, 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 30 minutes to, and then I was getting to the point where I was like, oh, these are getting painful. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lovely thing. You know, I, I, I hope the ecosystem grows to where, you know, eventually we might even need to like subdivide it to where, you know, you have certain aspects of the space that uh, kind of get their own coverage because, you know, it's good to talk about what people are building. It's good to discuss that, get the, uh, cross collaboration between projects and developers and uh, really march forward as a community. I think we're doing a great job in terms of having that uh, open source collaboration. And, you know, the fact that the core developer would uh, hop on and review the contract for meme coin because they needed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, that just reminded me also, there's a, been a little bit of banter between a certain meme coin and a certain core developer also. Uh, there's a little bit of shade being thrown down on Twitter. And I think uh, the, the dev returned some fire in the uh, one of the, the comic groups also. So yeah, it's good to see that little bit of banter going on between the ecosystem. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm always uh, happy to see you know, people jumping in and out of things that aren't really theirs and helping out and playing around yeah. makes uh, development a funner experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to see, uh, like you mentioned also, you've seen the growth week on week since I've sort of been doing these developer updates as well. And um, being able to split possibly uh, the core side to uh, community aspects as well. Um, yeah, it'd be awesome to see that sort of side of things come to fruition also. Yeah, otherwise we might be on here for hours, you know? <laughs> well, it's like I said, it's a good problem to have, isn't it? It's a great problem to have, but it's also, you know, potentially, you know, these stretch out quite a bit. <laughs> Plus, I got to talk to Nemo now and get him to rename his toolkit because I like fleet versus flat. So <laughs> I don't even know what I said. What was it? I don't know. It was good, Experience though. Experience well, toolkit. All right, guys. Well, thank you uh, once again for tuning into another weekly developer update. Joe, it's been a pleasure once again. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> Have a All good right, guys. Day. Take care. Have a great day.